1: What up, world? Welcome on and all to another episode of The Ocho, presented to you in partnership as always with SB Nation's blog the boys.com. My name is Joe Ochoa. You know me, of course, from BTB and from right here as your humble host on The Ocho. It is Thursday, the third day, May 7th, 2020. We hope all is well wherever you are. We hope you're happy, safe, healthy, practicing, social distancing, and excited for the 2020 NFL schedule to be released tonight. Look forward to it. Look, here's our plans for when the schedule is released. All right. p.m. Central Time, DallasCowboys.com is going to be releasing the 2020 Dallas Cowboys schedule. We will, of course, have it available for you at blogintheboys.com. We'll have it available on social media as well. You can follow us on Twitter at blogintheboys, on Instagram, blogging.the.boys. You can also like us on Facebook. I am on Twitter and Instagram at RGO Show on both. We'll have a recap podcast available as soon as we can get it up here on the podcast feed. Make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, Apple devices, Spotify. Tune in Radio Stitcher. We are all over the place, so we'll uh, we'll be here. We'll be talking about the Cowboys schedule. There are different rumors going around, all right? Now, we talked about it earlier this week with friend of the show, Bobby Belt. Um, Bobby and I gave our own predictions. Bobby's prediction for the season opener was at Baltimore. My prediction was on the road as well, but on the other side of the country against the Los Angeles Rams. I have the Cowboys, and so does Bobby, hosting the New York Giants in Week 2 in their home opener, so that kind of feels solid. I mean, just because it's the Cowboys, it's the Giants, and... That's kind of how things tend to roll, but um, but as mentioned, we'll we'll have some reactions and some thoughts up for you uh, as soon as they are available. So uh, make sure to subscribe so you don't miss a thing. In terms of things we have this week on the podcast, we have a lot available for you. We have interviews with four of the newest Dallas Cowboys. Again, Monday's episode of Girls Talking Boys, Ben Denucci. Tuesday, not Wednesday, Tuesday's episode of Talking the Draft featured both Neville Gallimore and Reggie Robinson II, and then yesterday, here on the Ocho we had Rico Daddle, undrafted free agent signee for the Cowboys. By the way, the Cowboys officially announced their undrafted free agent class on Wednesday, so all of those T's are crossed, I's are dotted, and uh, the Cowboys stayed active, actually, on Wednesday. The Cowboys, um, you know, it was uh, during a... Uh, conference call with season ticket holders that Stephen Jones announced that the Cowboys signed Cam Irving, the offensive lineman, most recently of the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, giving them some depth. The Cowboys now have uh, a lot of offensive linemen I think a lot of people like. In fact, here are, uh, here are the notable Cowboys offensive linemen. No disrespect to anybody intended, but these are the guys who are going to be battling it out for roster spots. Obviously, and we're, we're penciling in Joe Looney as the team starting center for now. Your starters include Tyron Smith, Connor Williams, Joe Looney, Zach Martin, and Lyle Collins. And then strong, important reserve players, Connor McGovern, Tyler Biotish, Adam Redman, Brandon Knight. Mitch Hyatt, I think, is on the bubble. Uh, Terrence Steele, an undrafted free agent a lot of people like. Marcus Henry, Cody Wickman, and Wyatt Miller round out the group. Of course, Cam Irving now part of the rotation. Uh, Cam Irving played a majority of his time in 2019 at left tackle for the world champion Kansas City Chiefs. He's obviously played for the Cleveland Browns as well. Um, You might remember the scuffle that he had with David Irving in Cleveland the last time the Cowboys played the Browns that's another rumor by the way the Cowboys could play the Browns in week one they did play the Browns in week one if I recall in 2008 that was on the road um, and that was uh, that was a fun game but I don't know we'll see we'll have all of our questions and and all the mysteries answered uh, in just a few hours but um, the Cam Irving thing, you know, you um, know, I, I don't know. I mean, I I think these are the offensive linemen I think are without question part of the Cowboys group. You got your five starters, right, and then Connor McGovern. That's six. Tyler Biadasz. That's seven, and then I'm open to having a conversation. So that that's seven. I think I would take Brandon Knight. That's eight. In fact, if Brandon Knight's the team swing tackle in 2020, I, I think. I think everything's okay. Um, That's eight, like I said. And remember, there are two more roster spots on every NFL team. They've been bumped up from 53 to 55. And remember that active game day rosters have gone from 46 to 48. And one of those two extra spots must be an offensive lineman. We talked a lot about that when the Cowboys traded up to draft Tyler Biotish. And so, I don't know. I I don't know that – I mean, I don't want to say that I I don't see Cam Irving making the team, but – I just, you know, there's a lot there. And ultimately, that's what you want. You want competition, right? And so um, I I think, uh, you know, I think the Cowboys have uh, a lot of it. Again, I really like Terrence Steele, too. I mean, so there's... There's going to be some some training camp, you know, battles and whatnot. Uh, but uh, in order to properly understand who Cam Irving was, you know, I thought, well, you know, we know because we all watch football. We all, you know, talk about the NFL, cover the NFL, et cetera. But let's get somebody who knows the Chiefs better than anybody else. And when I think of that person, I think of the one and only Pete Sweeney, who is the me for SB Nation's Kansas City Chiefs website, ArrowheadPride.com. Pete is the manager, editor-in-chief, just head honcho over at Arrowhead pride and he does a fantastic work with all the gang at ap uh and he knows the chiefs again better than anybody and so pete was kind enough not only to give me a little blurb uh in my uh, my article about this news but uh to hop on the podcast and to kind of give us a cam irving 101 talk about who he is what the cowboys are getting what his strengths are what his um We'll call them non-strengths are just kind of uh you know give you an understanding of the newest member of the Dallas Cowboys. So let's uh let's go ahead and get to it. From Arrowheadpride.com, Pete Sweeney joins us next, right here on The Ocho. Pleased to be joined now by a very special guest known all over the world, known specifically on Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, around Miami Beach, wherever Miami Beach is said aloud. The one and only, you know him, you love him from Arrowhead Pride.com. manager, editor in chief, and great friend of ours at Blog and the Boys, the one and only Pete Sweeney. Peter, how goes it?
2: What an intro. Thank you for that. Party in the city when the heat is on, and you know the rest.
1: <laughs> That's right. Uh, you know, it's so interesting. I, I know that you've probably had similar conversations with people about like, well, so how's your job? Like how are the people you work with? It's like, yeah, I've met like two of them. Um, <laughs> and and uh, you, actually, I've met three because uh, I forgot burned. So that's my bad. Uh, but uh, wow. but you're you're one of the three. So, I mean, big time honor for you, I think.
2: Yeah, big time honor to, to know you and to have been able to hang out with you in Miami. That was my first Real trip to Miami in about a decade. We had a good time down there. One of us left with a team that they covered winning the Super Bowl. So that was a cherry on top. Good for me. Not so great for you. But again, it was good to hang out with you down
1: you know what was so awesome though why pete is great um if you are an avid blog and the boys reader (laughs) i know if you're listening you are i remember during that week i wrote something about uh, andy reed talking about mike mccarthy and kind of you know revitalizing his career kind of a second stop and it was pete that sent me that audio because pete was in that press conference i was busy working uh, right. on Radio Rope. He was just going here, going there. Um, so, <laughs> Coffee yeah.
2: shops, just the <laughs> beach. But yeah, I had my ears to the ground for you. Mike McCarthy, we'll see how he does in Dallas. I I think it's going to be better than the status quo that was Jason Garrett for as long as I can remember. So I'm glad you guys got something different, work, different to work with. Down well,
1: there. so we're, we've we brought you here today to get your perspective on one of the newest members of the Cowboys. But before we get there, your bird's eye view of the Cowboys. I mean, you are sitting from the perspective of the world champions. Again, you cover the Kansas City Chiefs better than anybody in the biz. And um, so you you keep your your eyes and your ears. Uh, of course, fix it on bloggingthevoice.com, but across the NFL in general, So what do you make of Mike McCarthy's moves as the new Cowboys head coach and following in what many people hope is the archetype that Andy Reid has created, have success somewhere, it fizzle out, and then go have even more success somewhere else?
2: I think sometimes these coaches need to have that happen in their career for a reset. And we saw it very recently in Kansas City with Steve Spagnuolo, who took a year off for the first time, I believe it was Mm. since 1980 and was able to sit back, watch, take notes. He said he watched a lot of film, was able to rethink his coaching style and his scheme, and he really came back and took a Chiefs defense that was really poor in 2018. They did add pieces in Frank Clark and Tyron Matthew, but really overturned it to one of the better defenses in the league going into the playoffs, and then it ended up being, with the help of Patrick Mahomes on the other side, championship caliber, uh, so i like the head coach hire i think it can work in dallas what alarms me a little bit more from the outside looking in is what i call a first take headline and andy dalton being signed without Dak getting his money is a first take headline and that's something that you don't want to see i think if you're a fan of the cowboys
1: i'm sure um i'm sure you you feel our pain in fact actually uh peek behind the glass pete behind the glass perhaps <laughs> the moment andy dalton that news was announced, Pete just. Just slacked me and I think felt my pain. So uh it's been it's been a long week, Pete. We've we've carried a lot of water up a lot of hills uh to uh to combat those uh those people that seem to believe the cowboys have leverage now. So uh watch out. And, you know, but the, the Kansas City Chiefs, Shea Patterson, talk about leverage. I mean, you know what I mean in, in <laughs> quarterback contract situations.
2: Andy Reid likes to go into training camp with four arms, so that's where Patterson comes in. There's a spicy quarterback three battle story with ta'amu and patterson now both coming from that ole miss program who's gonna get it that's that's as controversial as the quarterbacks get in kansas city and i'm thankful for that but i live look i i wish you the best with the red rifle i i think the sky's the limit you never know maybe he winds up being qb1 by the end of all this
1: i i just you know we're friends, you know, we're, we're compadres, and, and you want to go down this road. I even, you know, I went on Pete's podcast the other day, the editor's show on ArrowheadPride.com. Uh, subscribe to the Arrowhead Pride podcast feed, lots of great work there uh, uh, from you. all the AP people, and uh, to talk some Taco Charlton, talk about award-winning defenses in Kansas City. <laughs> and so we we actually, you know, quipped then uh how every nfl team kind of has a a team that they are sort of uh how did you put it kissing cousins with you know players that that seemingly are are caught up in both streams and that is now the case again peter the dallas cowboys have an award-winning a super bowl champion offensive tackle cam irving And you wrote uh, for us at blogontheboys.com a little blurb, as we like to refer to them, uh, regarding Cam Irving, and it was not very kind. In fact, the first sentence, during his time in Kansas City, Irving proved to be at his best, which was bordered by two (laughs) hyphens, a borderline sixth offensive lineman. So, uh, Pete, I'll put it to you. Get Cowboys fans hyped about the newest tackle in town.
2: Yeah, some nerdy writing talk. Throw some em dashes in there and call it a sentence. I think that Cam Irving is exactly what I said. I mean, he is your sixth offensive lineman. If one of your guys goes down, be it a guard or a tackle, Cam Irving can fill in for a game or two or three. And that was fine during those times that that happened in Kansas (laughs) City, where he was plug and play. This is not a starter. And that is where I think he got into a little bit of trouble where I mean, he did start the AFC title game in in 2018, so he has that experience. But just last year, he replaced uh, Eric Fisher as the left tackle for eight games. And midway through, he's stepping on Patrick Mahomes. He became a little bit of a, a joke in Kansas City because he was such a clear, weak part of the OL. And then when Fisher was able to get back and healthy, he never saw the field again. I like Cam Irving. He was a good guy. <laughs> I I will say that again. He is that I think putty that you have in your toolbox where uh, you could you could plug the leak until you can get to the hardware store. That's mm-hmm. essentially what he is, and he and he's good at that role. He became a little bit of a I would say one-liner joke by the end because uh, in the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl run whenever they would pan to the sidelines Irving was just going absolutely crazy like real good cheerleader along the playoff run so the Cowboys can make a push you can guarantee that there's going to be a guy on the sideline ready to enthusiastically high-five and cheer and
0: and that'll be Cam Irving for you. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent you want your child to have every opportunity but giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge
1: Yeah, when I was um, picking a cover image for him, looking through the libraries that we use, uh, there was a a photo of an extreme hype man, uh, Cam Irving. It's really the only way I would describe him. In your blurb, you wrote that he does not like playing center. Can you expand on this? Is there a backstory there?
2: Yeah, um, this dates back even to his chiefs or pre-chiefs days with the Cleveland Browns, where if you could could look it up yourself, he, he... was asked to play center and he just straight up said in a press conference, he doesn't like to be in charge of the entire <laughs> office. <offense." laughs> and so I, I, that, that is what that was referring to. Maybe that's changed over the years. I think right now, any position that he could play to get in the lineup, he'll do. But uh, I, I find in, in my experience with him that he can play guard, but he prefers to be the tackle position. And again, it's just, I would say a slightly below average tackle. And so, probably will fill a role for the Cowboys. It just won't be as a starter.
1: Um, interestingly enough, um, so there are some rumors. I, I actually haven't seen any real reports of this. It's just like some people that have tweeted at me that the Cowboys are going to play the Browns in week one. Uh, We'll see that this episode, Pete, is dropping on Thursday, and so the schedule will drop uh, a few hours after this. But um, the last time the Cowboys played the Browns was 2016 because of the whole uh, – is it intra or inter-conference at that point? Um, intro but, conference so that's intro okay look you know, learn look at the, the wise man pete um but the last time the cowboys played the browns cam irving was on that team david irving was on the cowboys who dallas also got from kansas city and they had a big skirmish i don't know if you ever saw that and there was this yeah. big like irving on irving crime um obviously the fortuitous uh connection there with the chiefs uh wasn't fully complete yet but you know that uh that make you feel nostalgic
2: Part of me wonders if maybe the Cowboys thought they were getting the old Irving back today, as opposed to this Irving. <laughs> but uh yeah, no, no, no no real nostalgia here. I wasn't wasn't on that on that pulse of that that skirmish. But yeah, Camp Irving will get into some training camp. I think words word battles and that can sometimes lead to to training camp fisticuffs and maybe you get some of that in Dallas. So this isn't the
1: first time the Cowboys have gotten a potential swing tackle named Cam off of an AFC team that was recently in the Super Bowl. They got Cam Fleming after the mm-hmm. uh, Patriots lost to the Eagles. But um, there were, I saw a friend of our show, John Owning, tweeted that Bradley and I, the Cowboys fifth round pick, who uh, a lot of people believe is one of the better values throughout the entire draft, that. Cam Irving is like the guy that Bradley and I is going to put up his training camp highlights against, you know, like we're going to be out there and and Bradley and I is going to be working and we're all going to be like, man, Bradley looks great. And it's, it's really going to be more cam Irving than anything. Can you see that?
2: Absolutely. And that is someone where if you need a boost of confidence, I think (laughs) at the end of training camp, you say, bring up my reps against cam Irving and you'll be good to go. And Frank Clark, had his way with every offensive lineman at training camp last year and that was another example and you know I think you do see that in in Dallas as well. And again, I I'm joking here. I don't want to go crazy crazy in an Irving. I just think he is what he is, which is a decent role player and you need those to fill a 53 or what? I think it's like a 55 yeah. and roster limit this year, so you you need those type of players there and and again if you need him for a few games, he's there and he can play a lot of positions that is hard to come by in the NFL. So that's where the upside is. So we've
1: had some extensive conversations over the last week about Taco Charlton and Cam Irving, both I think regarded as subpar by the teams that we cover individually. Um, Who do you think is, is if this is the, the swap who won, I mean, the Cowboys or the chiefs uh, for for Taco (laughs) Charlton or Cam Irving?
2: Man, it's funny because I, I, could see it now where both fan bases and reporters would probably say that they won because they got so sick of Taco and the Chiefs fans got so sick of Cam stepping on the MVP's ankle. And so I would say, as someone who covers the Chiefs, that anything of value for Cam would be the right. <laughs> side of it okay but who knows if that's what taco is based upon some of our conversations so it's really hard to tell i i think i would say the chiefs but you just don't know i think tacos at a point and you alluded to this on our podcast channel where if it doesn't work in kansas city you're pretty much yeah and so dallas still is working to get there to that caliber again and not to say that they won't but i think that's where i'll say maybe the chiefs win because he's good if he can't get motivated next to his old teammate and frank clark and playing for a team that's expected to win the super bowl again i mean you might as well quit and so that's where that's where i think i i choose taco
1: you know how all this ends don't you super bowl 55 play the game you know everything's on the line taco versus cam and taco sunday <laughs> and, and they they decide you know the two right. of them that's we're all i mean this is so predictable right. just lock it in right now
2: and taco sheds off the sour cream and runs <laughs> right into the red rifle who won the job in weekends and managed <laughs> to bring the cowboys to tampa
1: right okay well hey speaking of um i i've made a joke several times in my life but the first person I ever made it with was pete um Tampa Bay, I have never understood. The Buccaneers got a lot of sex appeal right now with Tom Brady and everything. How have they never taken a team trip to Boca Raton and called themselves the Buccaneers?
2: It's there. <laughs> That's right. And they've been going all in on, on Tampa Bay, <laughs> whereas Buccaneers, it feels like would be a lot better, at least in my opinion. So I'm with you. Uh, I can I can vibe with some Buc- Buccaneers. I'm hoping that, that we're back we're back together again, what, how, how many months from now? Six to eight with all this coronavirus in, in, in the rear view, and we're back and covering the Super Bowl. That would be fun, wouldn't it?
1: That would be a lot of fun. Uh, Florida is just our June Pete's playground, is really um, what I've decided. We are Florida uh, men. That's right. Um, oh, yeah, like, you know, because there's Florida man, but Florida right. men, right. It, it, it pluribus una man from many come one. Um, Pete, Correct. thank you for uh, for giving us the Cam Irving 101. What do you have coming up later this week and over the weekend at arrowheadpride.com?
2: Well, I think it's just apparent, RJ, and I'm going to be one of these complaining reporters. The NFL just doesn't want us to take a break, so I'll be working all day tomorrow on the NFL schedule release, and hopefully there's some kind of room to breathe in between that and the weekend. And then, yeah, just covering this virtual offseason really weird, so the Chiefs will be having some availabilities. If you, if you care to check in on the World Champs, Stop by arrowheadpride.com. You can also get me at pgsween on Twitter. And your Instagram is pgsween as well, right? That's right. Yes. And I've been teetering and, and teasing, and RJ, you know this, with a, a segment called Jokes at Noon. So if you liked some of the jokes we showed here, which probably didn't, <laughs> but if you did, you can stop by my Instagram. Same title, pgsween.
1: To call it a segment is uh, one of the most insane humble brags of all time it is a it's a revolution <laughs> jokes at noon uh jan as uh, as the cool kids are calling it. pete sweeney thanks so much for taking the time to join us rest easy
2: yeah pleasure
1: I want to give a big time thank you to pete sweeney for taking the time to join us on twitter and the gram at pgsween one of my uh, better friends in this world in this industry um, if you remember the episodes that we put out while we were on Radio Row at the Super Bowl in Miami, Pete was off covering the Chiefs, uh, so he didn't really get a chance to jump on all too much. Uh, but he's really talented and does a lot of great work uh, and, and is always, always, always working. So um, really appreciate him lending us some perspective on the newest member of the Dallas Cowboys. And ultimately, after hearing that, I think I, I actually would argue, and I know that was kind of Pete's point, that. If you could have one of the two players, if you could have Taco Charlton or Cam Irving on your team, actually let's reframe that. If you could have Taco Charlton or Cam Irving on the Dallas Cowboys, who would you prefer? I'll give you five seconds to kind of think about it. I'm buying you time. here's me tap dancing. here's me stalling and there you go. you better have reached your answer. I think I would rather have Cam Irving. Some of that is just positional need. We mentioned Bradley and I. Um, I don't know that I don't know that taco, is even a year removed uh what the cowboys need in 2020 so hopefully he finds success in kansas city you can hear my thoughts on that again on the arrowhead pride podcast feed they are just like we are available wherever you get your podcasts they do some fantastic work representing the world champions and obviously the cowboys are going to be world champions i mean right when uh, when their 2020 schedule is complete when when all when it's all said and done when all 16 games are in the rear view mirror and all the playoffs are in the rear view mirror and the cowboys are in tampa Bay. Like the Buccaneers going for that perfect 19 0 record, right? That's definitely happened, right? You believe that? No, me neither. Uh, but uh, you know, I think the Cowboys will be very good. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see how it ultimately shakes out. We'll see when and where. Uh, we know where, but uh, you know, when the games that are going to happen ultimately will happen, we will know the 2020 Dallas Cowboys schedule later today on Thursday. So make sure to check out BloggingTheBoys.com and all of our social channels for much discussion. On it later today, later on Thursday, you will get a brand new episode of Brews and the Boys with Michael Sisemore, Tom Ryle, and special guest Roy White. So, looking forward to hear what the guys have to say about all things Dallas Cowboys. Tomorrow, of course, you'll get our reaction to the 2020 Dallas Cowboys schedule right here on the Ocho, and then a brand new episode of Girls Talking Boys with Kelsey Charles and Meg Murray. We have just gotten so much feedback about our podcast feed as a whole and Girls Talking Boys and, and the new edition and Kelsey and Meg. So, we really, really are just so. So thankful to everybody who has taken time uh, to comment, to uh, to reach out, etc. And uh, for those of you that have, and we appreciate those of you that will in the future, if, if you get a chance to, we certainly do appreciate it. If you give us a rating, write a review, uh, wherever you get your podcast, whether that's Apple or Spotify, whatever, those things help us out so much. So um, yeah, do me a favor. All right. Uh, do me the favor that, that I, I don't really ask this favor all too often, but I'm going to today. Have a great lunch. I mean, I just, I know I said that recently, but I've just really been on this, you better have a great lunch kick lately. I, I just, I want you to, to get your nutrients. I want you to hit the basic food groups. I mean, I want it to be delicious and nutritious. I mean, that's what I want for you. Just, you know, build that physique. All right. And uh, while you're at it, do me another favor and have the absolute best Thursday of all time. You know why? Because you deserve it. We will see you manana, my friends. As always, go Cowboys and peace out.